Lord Jesus and Heavenly Father, thank you oh so much for the many things you've already given us this day. So many blessings. And now the blessed opportunity to get back into your word. Help us now as we continue our studies. Let's pray in Jesus' precious holy name. Amen. Continuing our study, Bible study from A to Z. The word heaven, if you will, turn to Psalm 33. Just one verse here that says, By the word of the Lord were the heavens made and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. By the word of God. By the word of Jesus Christ. Because as we can see over in the Gospel of John, in chapter 1, as it reads, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Speaking of Jesus Christ. So Jesus Christ is the one he's speaking of back over in Psalm 33, where it says the word. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made. Jesus Christ spoke it all into existence. You go all the way back to Genesis and chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning... God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. The spoken word, Jesus Christ, spoke everything into existence. We find all the way back there in Genesis, reemphasized there in Psalms, and also in the Gospels as well as other places, of course. All right, now turn to Psalm 89. And we see here that the all that the Lord spoke into existence belongs to the Lord. Everything that is in existence in Psalm 89. As it reads, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever with my mouth Will I make known thy faithfulness to all generations? This is something we all should proclaim that are Christians. Because that is, after all, part of the Great Commission. He told us to go out and spread the gospel, preach and teach to all nations. As he continues, For I have said, Mercy shall be built up forever. Thy faithfulness shalt thou establish in the very heavens. I have made a covenant with my chosen. I have sworn unto David my servant. Thy seed will I establish forever and build up thy throne to all generations. Selah. And the heavens shall praise thy wonders. O Lord, thy faithfulness also is in the congregation of the saints. For who in the heaven can be compared unto the Lord? Who among the sons of the mighty can be likened unto the Lord? God is greatly to be feared in the assembly of the saints and to be had in reverence of all them that are about him. O Lord God of hosts, who is a strong Lord like unto thee, or to thy faithfulness round about thee? Thou rulest the raging of the sea, when the waves thereof arise, thou stillest them. Thou hast broken Rahab in pieces, as one that is slain. Thou hast scattered thine enemies 
with thy strong arm. The heavens are thine, the earth also is thine. As for the world and the fullness thereof, thou hast founded them. He's spoken into existence. It's all his. We are his. Everything is his. Therefore, we should act like it, of course. All right, now turn on over to Psalm 102. And we see here that it's the dwelling place or sanctuary of the Lord. In Psalm 102, pick it up in verse 16, where it reads, When the Lord shall build up Zion, he shall appear in his glory. He will regard the prayer of the destitute and not despise their prayer. This shall be written for the generation to come, and the people which shall be created shall praise the Lord. For he hath looked down from the height of his sanctuary. From heaven did the Lord behold the earth. To hear the groaning of the prisoner, to loose those that are appointed to death, to declare the name of the Lord in Zion and his praise in Jerusalem. When the people are gathered together and the kingdoms to serve the Lord. Back over in verse 20, a little side note, where it says to hear the groaning of the prisoner to loose those that are appointed to death. I'm just talking about your local prison and those that are sentenced to death. This is talking about way beyond that that he has given us salvation. He has pardoned us from an eternal death in the lake of fire through his finished work. When we accept that, because we are prisoners to Satan until the Lord looses us from that by his finished work, when we accept what he has done for us, then we are freed from that servitude of Satan. We are freed from that prison of sin and pardoned from death, eternal death, and given the awesome gift of eternal life to spend with the Lord in the new heavens and the new earth. So awesome, and truly by grace. All right, now turn to Psalm 103, and we see here, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name which is what we should always do. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagle's. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. If he had dealt with us according to our sins and rewarded us according to our iniquities, we'd all already be in the lake of fire. As it continues, 
For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. Beyond measure, beyond our ability to comprehend that mercy, that grace, that love. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. He doesn't hang them over our head and taunt us with them or use them to keep us down like Satan does. The Lord removes them from us as far as the east is from the west. Not to be brought back up against us by the Lord. But that doesn't stop us from bringing it up against ourselves. And it sure don't stop Satan from bringing it up against us. So kick Satan out. and Don't beat yourself up either. Because the Lord gives you forgiveness. He takes him sins away as, as he says as far as the east is from the west. Like as a... Father, pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. For he knoweth our frame, he remembereth that we are dust. As for man, his days are as grass, as a flower of the field, so he flourisheth. For the wind passeth over it, and it is gone, and the place thereof shall know it no more. Talk about how our life is so fleeting, just here for a moment, like it says over in book of James, the vapor in the wind can just be blown away. It's here and gone. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him and his righteousness unto children's children. When we receive him, we get everlasting life, eternal life, never to be blown away, never to go away, always there with the Lord. Verse 18, to such as keep his covenant and to those that Remember his commandments to do them. The Lord hath prepared his throne in the heavens, and his kingdom ruleth over all. Bless the Lord, ye his angels, and excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Bless ye the Lord, all ye his hosts, ye ministers of his, that do his pleasure. Bless the Lord, all his works, in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Bless the Lord, O my soul. As he said over there in verse 11, For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. Awesome grace and awesome mercy and awesome love and care that he has for us. Beyond what we deserve, that is for sure. I right, now look over at Psalm 115, another acknowledgement of the Lord being the creator of heaven in Psalm 115. Pick it up here in verse 11, where it reads, Ye that fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. The Lord hath been mindful of us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless them that fear the Lord, both small and great. The Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. Ye are blessed of the Lord, which made heaven and earth. Point out here. These blessings come from the Creator, the one who spoke everything into existence. So you know that's going to be some awesome blessings. Verse 16. 
The heaven, even the heavens, are the Lord's, but the earth hath he given to the children of men. When he created Adam and Eve, he gave them dominion over the earth, over the animals, over the creation. Therefore, they became stewards, just as we today are stewards of the planet. Therefore, we need to take care of what the Lord has blessed us with, our very body, as well as the animals, as well as the earth. Not to abuse it, not to neglect it, not to trash it. Now, Psalm 147, a few verses here, which speak of the heaven with clouds. We get always acknowledged that Jesus Christ spoke everything into existence, and by his word he keeps everything in existence, and he maintains everything, even though we just read how he has given the earth to us, He's still going to make sure that it is preserved right to the day that he's going to destroy it. So even if mankind wanted to completely destroy the earth, he could not. Could he trash it, make it uncomfortable and unhealthy to live around? Yes, definitely. But we cannot destroy this planet. The Lord will not allow that. He will preserve this planet and preserve mankind until the appropriate time when he destroys this planet and all of creation and creates the new heavens and the new earth that we read about. But here in Psalm 147, we see a reference to him in the cloud, controlling the clouds. Psalm 147, as it reads, Praise ye the Lord, for it is good to sing praises unto our God, for it is pleasant and praise is comely. The Lord doth build up Jerusalem. He gathered together the outcasts of Israel. He healeth the broken in heart, and bindeth up their wounds. He telleth the number of the stars. He calleth them all by their names. After all, he spoke them all into existence. Mankind can, with the technology, be able to see some of the stars, but they cannot see all the way out to the expanse of, of space, the entire creation. They cannot see but the Lord knows each and every one of them because he spoke every one of them in existence. And he didn't go into a lot of detail about those that he spoke into existence because we see how brief of a, an account we have over in Genesis chapter 1 in verse 14. And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night. And let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. Speaking of the sun and the moon here on day four, reads, And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. And then simply put, he made the stars also. And God set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. He spoke them into existence. He created the stars also. On day four, he expanded out his creation into all that vast expanse of space itself. 
And back over in 147, Psalm 147 again. Praise ye the Lord, for it is good to sing praises unto our God, for it is pleasant, and praise is comely. The Lord doth build up the of Jerusalem. He gathereth together the outcasts of Israel. He healeth the broken in heart, and bindeth up their wounds. He telleth the number of the stars. He calleth them all by their names. Great is our Lord, and of great power. His understanding is infinite. The Lord lifteth up the meek. He casteth the wicked down to the ground. Sing unto the Lord with thanksgiving. Sing praise upon the harp unto our God, who covereth the heaven with clouds, who prepareth rain for the earth, who maketh grass to grow upon the mountains. See, Jesus Christ is in control of all that. He spoke it into existence, and he maintains it. He giveth to the beast his food, and to the young ravens which cry. He is in control of all of his creation, and he looks after all of his creation. Even if we neglect in doing our job, the Lord is still doing a work. And that's so awesome that he allows us to be a part of his works that he does, including looking after the planet and looking after the animals. Now, don't take it to the extreme like the environmentalist wackos and start to worship animals and worship the planet because mankind has dominion over them. We are a steward, given dominion over them to look after them, to treat them properly, as well as the earth itself. But I caution you, don't get too misdirected by those that have lifted it up and start to worship it. And then those that abuse such interest in taking care of the environment and exploit people that are concerned about the environment just to fulfill their own selfish lusts of greed. So many I could name, but we don't want to get into that now. All right, now if we'll turn over to Proverbs in chapter 3. And we see here a couple of verses that emphasize the fact that everything was created by wisdom and understanding. That it is an intelligent design. Everything works together so well. And we are seeing the cursed, the result of the curse that we see in all of creation. And we're given just a clue of what it would be like if there was no no curse. So it's amazing when we see the complexities of creation and how well designed creation is. From the microscopic all the way up to the greatest of the creation. Everything so well designed beyond our comprehension of how things work. In Proverbs chapter 3, a couple verses here. 19 and 20, it reads, The Lord by wisdom hath founded the earth. By understanding hath he established the heavens. By his knowledge the depths are broken up, and the clouds drop down the dew. His creation, his design, to water the planet, creating that process, creating life, and sustaining that life, all by his power, his might, his authority as well. Because he has authority all over all of it, because, after all, it all belongs to him.
as we have read. All right, now I'll turn over to Isaiah in 55. There's some important verses here concerning our attitude and our behavior. As it reads in Isaiah chapter 55, pick it up in verse 6. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. That's awesome that he has made available a pathway to salvation, to be pardoned, a pardon from death, a sentence of death that everyone that comes into this world has until they get it pardoned by accepting the Lord, by accepting salvation, the awesome gift that is available to whosoever will receive it. Verse 8, For my thoughts are not your thoughts. And this is speaking to the Lord here. We cannot comprehend the mind of the Lord. We do not know His thoughts. We cannot understand His thoughts. He gives us the understanding He wants us to have. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. We might be looking at things in the world and say, well, I would do it this way, or I would do it that way. We cannot even comprehend the complexity of anything. And then we're going to say, that well, it should be this way, or it should be that way, or it shouldn't have been this way or that way. Read verse 8 again. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth... So are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth, and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. For ye shall go out with joy, and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the fir tree, and instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle tree. And it shall be to the Lord for a name, for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. The future blessings, the future promises that the Lord has made to those that love and trust in Him. The new heaven, the new earth that we all, that are His, look forward to. So much more than we deserve, that's for sure. And so many wondrous things to look forward to. As I spoke earlier, we can look around at this cursed earth and be so impressed with how beautiful things are to see how complex things are. And this is in its cursed form. Imagine, well actually beyond what we can imagine, 
the beauty and the splendor of the new heaven and the new earth that would be spoken into existence with no more curse, as he says. No more curse. How big will it be? We don't know. Some say, well, the earth is not big enough. Well, we don't know how big the new earth is going to be. It might be a million times bigger than this one. Whatever the Lord decides, that's what it'll be. And it'll be way beyond what we could come up with, way beyond what we would design, way beyond what we can imagine in splendor and glory that we have to look forward to. And over in Isaiah chapter 65, we'll turn over there, we see a reference to these new heavens and new earth in Isaiah 65 in verse 17. For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered nor come into mind. But be ye glad and rejoice forever in that which I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem a rejoicing and her people a joy. And I will rejoice in Jerusalem, and joy in my people, and the voice of weeping shall be no more heard in her, nor the voice of crying. The new heaven and the new earth that we have to look forward to. So awesome. As he tells us over there, I like to go to so often, and of course, as you know, Revelation chapter 21 and verse 1. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Prophesied over there in Isaiah, and prophesied here again in Revelation. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men. And he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said unto me, it is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things. I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Sons and daughters of the Lord, so much to look forward to as truly born-again Christians. Way beyond what we deserve, that's for sure. And that new heaven and that new earth and so many wondrous things to be able to enjoy for eternity that He has in store for us that have trusted Him, that have truly trusted in the Lord and truly are obedient to Him. So much He pours upon us by grace, by His mercy, by His love. And it is so awesome what we have to look forward to. Let's pray. Lord Jesus and Heavenly Father, we truly thank You for the grace and the mercy that You pour upon us each and every day. Help all of us be awakened and, and know the reality of what you have done for us. And then be encouraged to go out and share that with others as well. Looking forward to that new heaven and that new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. Thank you oh so much for all of it. As we pray in Jesus' precious holy name, amen. Thank you all.